But how do I know which one is that winning idea? Like, how do I know which one is the winning idea? And I can formulate and build a business around that. And so because of those discussions, because we've had to kind of consult and coach a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs through that, it's only right that we kind of bring that to our uncompromising entrepreneur community of podcast listeners to talk about that very topic about how are you generating winning ideas? What does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to the action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus council can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh, say true to the vision. Say true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen and come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 Welcome to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Uncompromising Entrepreneurship Coaching Group. Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Maybe you're trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones. If so, then we are here to talk to you. This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue purpose, create profits, and build legacy. I am Coach Jimmy G. Jimmy Gonzalez Jr. and I'm joined by my co-host Devon Watts Jr. If you, yes, sir. Uh, for our new listeners, thank you for stopping, hitting play, checking us out. For our loyal listeners, thank you for continuing to ride with us uh, wherever you fall. Again, we thank you. We ask, please feel free to rate and review this podcast. Uh, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel. We'd love for you to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and then share this with another entrepreneur that you know can benefit from this content. Uh, as stated in the intro, we're going to be breaking down for you how to generate winning ideas, so you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, we have a few different aspects that we're going to break down for you as an entrepreneur. That is, we feel, essential. It is key. One of the first steps is making sure that you have a concrete idea, a winning idea, an uncompromising idea that's going to give you a solid foundation to finding entrepreneurial success. Um, speaking of which, uh, again, we just want to to thank all of our, our listeners again for continuing to rock with us. Uh, if you haven't heard the thank you bonus episode, I ask that you go back and listen to that. Uh, it's only about 10 minutes long. Uh, but in any case, 
If you did not get the gifts that we have for you, of course, we want you to do that. A couple of ways that you can do that. Go to the show notes. uh, You'll see the links in there. But make sure that you hit up our website, uncompromisingcoaches.com. You can get some more information about our coaching services and just learn more about Devon and myself in general and and what we do and the passion that fuels us for what we do. Uh, But you also be able to get those two gifts for you. Uh, The first one that we have is uh, the quiz. So if... Again, you're in that space where you're really thinking about the idea that I have. You know, do I have even the mindset or just have the things in place? Do I have what it takes to start my own business? This quiz, it's about a 10 question quiz. It's going to be able to walk you through that, ask you some questions, uh, take you a few minutes to complete that and give you some answers. And not only that, uh, but also provide you with uh, some additional information that will help you on your journey. So that is gift number one. Uh, the other gift that we have for you is our our ebook that Devon and I have been working on and is to, um, for our solopreneurs out there, right? We've been doing our whole series on solopreneur success, get our solopreneurs guide to getting more done, uh, managing tasks, paying attention to your energy, talking about stopping procrastination in your life and how to get rid of distractions. Again, several topics is much more that are going to help you to ensure that you're going to be able to get more done. Uh, go to uncompromisingcoaches.com. Again, you'll be able to get these free gifts that we have for you, and we hope that uh, that you truly get value from those. We feel like you will, uh, and that you're able to use that and help you start off on your journey. Um, so super excited about that. Again, thank you for downloading, for listening, for being with us. Uh, again, whether it's the audio podcast or the vidcast, we appreciate you guys so much uh, on Compromising Family. We're working. We're working, y'all, uh, to bring you the hotness, which is the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, uh, but just to continue to add value and grow this community and engage with you guys more. Um, so continue to do that. Again, rate, review, leave us comments, ask questions. Uh, we'd love to get feedback from you uh, and maybe even answer some of your questions during the podcast itself. Ain't that right, D? Uh, absolutely. And it's actually it's funny, man, because so far, a lot of the questions we've had, at least initially, whether it's through people hitting us up on Instagram, Facebook, um, our Facebook community were reaching out to us via email or going to uncompromisingcoaches.com and reaching out that way has really centered around how do I flesh out of a solid idea to build my business around, like to build the business around. Um, and it's funny because even when we got into the work with our, um, from purpose to profits, uh, alpha test group, um, we had kind of the gamut. We had folks that already had like fully fleshed out ideas or viable businesses that they needed some guidance and refinement on like, how do I hit that next level of monetization? You know, maybe I'm, maybe I've stifled in terms of growth and like, I'm not seeing the year over year returns that I want to, and I need to accelerate it. But then we also had other folks that said, look, man, entrepreneurship is in my bones. Like it's in my spirit. I'm feeling called to do this. And I have a bunch of different ideas, but how do I know which one is that winning idea? Like, how do I know which one is the winning idea and I can formulate and build a business around that? And so because of those discussions, because we've had to kind of consult and coach a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs through that, it's only right that we kind of bring that to our uncompromising entrepreneur community of podcast listeners to talk about that very topic about how are you generating winning ideas? And so I'm looking forward to really breaking that down. 
the first, you know, um, the first section of our From Purpose to Profits um, learning course uh, really centers around creation and getting into this topic. So uh, for our listeners out there, uh, you know, some of the things we're going to touch on, we actually, you know, kind of go in depth and really help and guide you through um, through the Purpose to Profits program. So um, when the uh, app you know, drops and you guys have the access to that um, after we complete the alpha testing here. When you have access to that um, or you go to uncompromisingcoaches.com, you sign up uh, for the program. Know that some of the things we touch on are going to be, you know, kind of explored in depth and, you know, actually hold your hand through the process of how to execute on it. Um, but we'd be glad to, to share with you our knowledge and what we've learned along the way when it comes to creation and, again, really generating and fleshing out these winning I is for you and your business. Yeah. What I like about that, one of the points that you made to it, it's, and really that's, we're going to hit it from a couple of different angles, right? We, we focus on that initial stage, but depending on where you're at with your business, it's really just about formulating a winning idea. And that winning idea may be the idea that you're looking for to start or launch your business, or it may be that next winning idea that's going to help you to scale your business and take it to the next level. Um, you know, I think about, we had Henry on for our last MBA episode and thinking about some of the, the ideas that we were able to help him flesh out, right? And um, mm-hmm. we think about the the grooming business that he has and that brand, but we get too many details, but the boxes and some of the subscriptions and stuff like that. Again, it's making sure that you're creating these winning ideas and, and going through some specific steps uh, to help you formulate that. And again, feel really, really confident and good about the idea that you have. So what, when we say, you know, this winning idea, what really is a winning idea? There's limitless possibilities, right? That really can fit into this category. A winning idea could be uh, a creative solution to a problem that you have. As entrepreneurs, we have to know how to be problem solvers. We have to know how, I say know how, because there are things that you can learn and develop that skill of being resourceful. I think most of us at some levels, right? Like that's just a part of our nature is being resourceful and trying to figure things out. Uh, A winning idea could be an efficient plan of action. So you know, okay, we have this idea. We know that the, the idea is concrete and it's solid for us to move forward. But now how do we formulate this winning idea, which is going to be actually the actual implementation, right? The plan, the strategy that we're going to put in place to truly see this again, come to fruition uh, and become, you know, realize and become a real thing. Uh, a new product idea or design again can also uh, apply to this, this term that we're saying and what we're talking about as far as a winning idea. So really, man, this, this guy's the limit. Like don't limit yourself into necessarily putting, you know, categorizing or putting this into a box as far as what the winning idea is or at what point in your business you can be looking to formulate this winning idea. We just want to, again, break down some steps that are going to help you to uh, to do that in a much more effective and efficient manner. Yeah, I love the fact that you're touching on like not categorizing or putting yourself in a box of what a limit a winning idea is. I think oftentimes, you know, sometimes we think about how do we come up with the new um, innovative cutting edge thing that doesn't exist. Right. And like how to like how do we ideate that? Um, and what you actually find when you go back through history and you look at some of the most successful, not just inventions, but more importantly, businesses. Right. It's really centers around 
making improvements to existing ideas to make it more accessible, make it more, um, you know, uh, easy, mobile, streamlined, all of those things. So it's more about the process, like making innovation around the process and coming up with ideas and improvements on the process and the execution, and the delivery mm -hmm. more so than it is creating something from scratch. And while both can exist, both can absolutely exist. You just don't want to limit yourself. So if some of your ideas are more around the things that you use every single day and you often find yourself maybe as a user saying, man, like if they did this, it would make it easier. If they did this, it would make it a better experience for me. That may actually be the seed to this, you know, blossoming idea of a bigger business opportunity for you. If you just pull out that thread and do some of the things that we're going to be sharing with you mm -hmm. when it comes to creation and fleshing out this winning idea. So I love that you're, you're kind of touching on that point. I think it's a great place to start, especially for our listeners. If you're, you're listening, you're thinking, man, I can't come up with anything new, but I have a bunch of ideas around how to improve the things that I'm, I'm, you know, using or um, leveraging day in and day out for whatever I do. There may be a business idea there too. So uh, pull out that string. Yeah. You mentioned that word uh, innovation. So let, let's just dive a little bit more into, into that. So what do we mean when we're talking about innovation? Yeah. So a common theme in the topic of winning ideas really seems to be the idea of innovation and being able to innovate. Mm -hmm. Now, um, if you want to go by the like the the dictionary definition of innovation, uh, which is always a great place to start, that's defined as like a new idea, a method or device. Right. So a new idea, a method or device. Um, so using innovation as a part of your idea creation process is really a critical step because the, the process of creating something new in the in your work can really be this, the key to a success in your project. So going back to kind of what I talked about, finding ways to improve on things that may already exist today. Um, when you think about <clears throat> uh, innovation as it comes to, for example, like the tech space, the idea or the concept of a mobile phone has already exi already existed by the time Steve Jobs, you know, came up with the idea of the iPhone and saying, well, how do I now make this a smart device? A lot of those devices that the smart device allowed us to consolidate to existed already, right? Whether it, you know, was, you know, a cell phone in combination with a pager in combination with, um, you know, a, a computer where you're doing your emails. And so he had the idea of, well, how do I get all of these things that are critical components in everybody's life today into one uniform device and make the user experience accessible? Because that's really at the end of the day where Apple um, creates its value is in the accessibility. Like no matter if it's the very first iPhone or 13, the barrier to entry when you pick it up and you start it is very, very low. Mm -hmm. And there's very little that you can do um, from a customization perspective. Uh, to break it, which makes it easier to get into. But some folks would also say it makes it uh, more limited in terms of its functionality, right? Uh, but there's no denying the success that has come from the creation of the iPhone. Um, you think about, <clears throat> excuse me, you think about the concept of like Facebook um, as it you know, what's created. Well, if you do any research, you realize that the concept of that social, that social network existed but it was limited to the school, right? To that college campus. 
And it was Zuckerberg and obviously his partner at the time who had the idea of, well, how do we make this more accessible to other folks? And then how do we not just limit it to college students, but now how do we make it accessible to everyday individuals? And pulling at that thread of, again, innovation and just thinking, well, how can we get more out of what we're currently doing today? Well, what is the next iteration of this? Well, people need a place to not just talk to their their friends and their family, but also to do their business. Now it's the concept of marketplace. Now it's the concept of these Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Now it's the concept of all of these different things. Um, I think it was you, um, Jimmy, who was actually sharing the story about um, Instagram. Maybe it was you. Maybe somebody else. We listen to a lot of, as you can tell, we do a lot of research and listen to, which is going to come up later. But we do a lot of research and listen to folks that talk about business and successful businesses and and how things amass. But um, actually, um, I think it was another pod I was listening to, but they were talking about how Instagram came about, the concept of Instagram. Mm -hmm. And the idea really started as simple, believe it or not, as simple as wanting to share um, a baseball game experience with other folks. The, the person who created it w- attended a baseball game and was sitting there. It's like, man, I got some dope seats. Like, how cool would it be if other people could experience what what this is like, like what my seats are like and the view that I have? And so they, they already had this app created, but they didn't know what they were going to use it for. And so literally, like the very first Instagram post was the creator taking a picture of their seats from the baseball game and posting that and sharing that. And then this concept of, well, oh, well, how can I share these images and other people share images from around the world that I wouldn't normally have access to that now I get to have access to because we're on this platform. And what started off as that simple idea because of innovation, because of people pulling out the thread, eventually grew to, well, how do I use this to market my product? How do I use this for content creation? How do I use this to deliver short form videos? How do do I, and all of that eventually led to what we know Instagram to be today. And obviously eventually got acquired by Facebook. And, um, but again, it started off with a very simple idea, uh, innovation on an existing process, a method or a device. Um, and so when we talk about innovation, that's the first step in the recipe um, is to make sure that you are embracing innovation when it comes to your business and always asking yourself that question of how can I improve on what I am doing today or what am I using today? Because, again, that could be the seed for a really, really great idea. Off of that. Yeah. And, you know, just continuing to, to, yeah. And, you know, just continuing to, to this episode example of Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. It's already been a couple of weeks, right? Where the world has been changed process and the timing. Uh, but Facebook is still Facebook, but the, the, the holding company, right? The company itself is now meta thoughts and ideas about this metaverse and what that may mean in the future. But it's all about innovation and new ideas. Um, we've been dropping ourselves, you know, little bits and pieces uh, and, and hints. And Devon even just mentioned it as well. You know, but for us, when we think about a new a new idea or a new method, right, is obviously apps on phones have been around for a while. Um, and, you know, having 
a, a an app where you can have your community really uh, come together and to learn more and to communicate. Again, those things are not necessarily new as far as the idea, but this method that we have in the app that we're creating, uh, Purpose to Profits app, um, and, and again, continue to be on the lookout. We're in uh, the month of November. Uh, Black Friday is coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, you'll be hearing a lot more about this. But our idea, our way of innovating is saying, okay, how can we take something like Patreon or, or you know, this, this way to have a, a different offering for our community and give you different levels and different ways to, to access more content from us and not just content, uh, but more experiences and, and more access to Devon and myself. Uh, we're going to be doing that, right? Uh, but instead of kind of using, uh, Patreon or something like that, um, we decided to do, to go a different route to be a little bit more innovative in, in how we're going to bring that part of our offering together along with the from purpose to profits program, uh, and the content and everything that's involved with our coaching program. That's also going to be in this app. Uh, so super excited about that. And again, just, you know, coming up with different ways to be innovative, uh, and put a different spin on maybe, uh, old ideas, uh, but really trying to, to bring a different method and a different way of doing things. Uh, so be on the lookout again. You're going to hear much, much more about that over the next coming weeks, uh, on the podcast and all of our social media platforms. Uh, we're really, really excited about what we're putting together. Uh, so again, be on the lookout for that, but that's just another example of being innovative and coming up with different ways to provide different opportunities uh, for your community, for our uncompromising family out there to continue to rock with us, to get some, some different type of access behind the scenes, um, some, some uh, mindset and, and motivational content that, that I'm going to be putting out there. We have eBooks, we have micro learning videos again at different tiers that you're going to be able to have access to. Uh, so we're super excited about that, but definitely more details to come. But the whole point is when you're having, you know, thinking about creating these winning ideas, a large part of that is being innovative in, in your process and being innovative in that idea creation. As we transition right and continue through this conversation, we wanted to talk about techniques for idea generation. Uh, so as Devon mentioned at the beginning, if you think about our From Purpose to Profits, the, the first module, the first steps that we take are all about yep. creation. Uh, there is a process that we take our folks through because um, we know how important that is, is in, again, ensuring that you have a very solid idea because the last thing that we all want, right, is, is just feeling like you have this great idea, but you're not really putting it and making it into actionable steps. It's just this great idea, but like, that's not enough. We want to be like, get off of that, that hamster wheel where you're running and running and you're busy, but you're not really making those solid efforts to move your idea and your business forward. So we really feel like this is a critical step, especially if you're at the beginning stages of your entrepreneurship journey that really can't be skipped and it can't be missed. Uh, so really fleshing out those ideas. Um, and there's a lot of, I guess, things to think about, right? That, by skipping this step, you know, making your, your ideas concrete before you move forward, there's going to be some, some undesirable results. I, I, again, I talked about really feeling like you're spinning your wheels, um, creating a business with limited results. Um, and then finding that you, you end up really almost being just kind of trapped by this business and feeling like you have limited time. 
because you didn't flesh out not just the idea, but making sure that you have the right processes in place so that you're running the business and essentially the business is not running you and, and really just creating a business that has no, no balance for you. Um, so there's value in this process. Uh, but again, the, the, the crux of it is what we call the wheel of creation. So thinking about this idea that you have, um, and making sure that you take that idea through a brainstorming process. So we, we did this with the gentlemen that are in our alpha test. Uh, we went through a brainstorming session with each and every one of them, um, on, you know, on a short basis, cause we were all together on, on this call for about an hour and a half, almost two hours, uh, but really walked them through the process of what does brainstorming look like and then modeled that mm-hmm. for them so that they can then, even though we all gave ideas, um, and helped each other out through that process. Then go, who's your inner circle? Maybe who's your business partners? Who are the folks that you speak to on a consistent basis that you trust that you can do this brainstorming activity with and the people that you know are going to give you some valuable feedback as you're, again, looking to really make sure that this idea that you have is a solid concrete Exactly. One. So uh, you touched on kind of that first step about the importance of brainstorming and uh, just at a very high level without getting into kind of the nitty gritty, the biggest component that we stress when it comes to brainstorming is allowing the ideas to flow freely, being able to bring Mm -hmm. in folks that are part of your circle of trust and really asking them to kind of lay out, opine and throw out any idea as it pertains to your business, even if you may have already been thinking of going in that direction or you don't agree with that direction, you have to be open Mm -hmm. to all of the possibilities, right? You have to be open. That's where it starts first because the brainstorming portion is not the place, the time or place to be able to make a decision to start to determine what is worth pursuing or what's not. You have to lay all the cards out on the table. There's going to be a process that we'll touch on in the later steps of the wheel of creation that helps you to refine that and then niche down and kind of really focus on what you're going to go after and then pursue. But it's important to start with, all possibilities are possibilities and let's hear it out. So being able to facilitate that and brainstorming doesn't just mean literally, um, you know, um, you know, shooting folks a couple of DMS or whatever the case may be to try and get perspective. There is a method to facilitating an effective brainstorming session, right? I mean, we've all been there before. Sometimes if you're multitasking or you don't have undivided attention when it comes to an idea and somebody asks you your perspective, you may give something that's half cocked and like not fully thought out. Um, you know, maybe you don't really go as deep or dedicate a lot of your, your mental capacity to really exploring the question that's proposed to you and what, you what would you want as a consumer or a receiver of this so as a person that's facilitating as an entrepreneur that's facilitating that 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 discussion it's important that you have you know the undivided attention of your circle of influence it's probably a great idea to get them Mm -hmm. all into the same room if not the same room at least the same space um you know really you know forcing people to write down their perspective, giving them ample time to think and then explain or articulate. And so um, we just got a tremendous amount of positive feedback from the folks in our uncompromising 
uh, entrepreneur group uh, and are you know participating in our purpose of profits program around this specific activity because what it allowed them to do is to get perspective from folks that are not in their industry but are passionate about entrepreneurship and so there was a lot of outside mm-hmm. perspective and when we talk about ways to innovate sometimes it's the folks that are not embedded in the the niche that you're in that can provide the most out of the box, outside of the box, dynamic perspective on ways to innovate or to improve, right? Sometimes the best ideas around tech comes from people who are not living and breathing tech day in and day out. You know, sometimes the the more valuable perspectives around podcasts for for us, like podcasts or content creation comes from folks that don't consume podcasts on a regular basis. And so they're not um, conditioned to a certain formula of how things should go. They're just giving you their perspective, right? Like, man, I would really love to hear this if I was listening to a podcast. And that may be the seed to something, unlocking something that is innovative, unique, that allows you to really carve out a, a special niche. So the brainstorming portion is so critically important to creation. I know sometimes it seems counterintuitive as a creator to want to bring people into your process and get their perspective. Um, trust me, I understand that, uh, Jimmy and I understand that as creators, but you do unlock another level of creativity and collaboration because one of you, you have to trust your superpower. And one of our superpowers as creators is that even if somebody else comes with the seed of the idea, we got the different perspective and sauce to take that seed and make it a, a tree, right? Even if we didn't mm. find the seed first, it's like, oh man, that's dope. We took the seed and now we made it this because of our ability to create and to innovate and to iterate and to build off of that. So you have to also trust your superpower from that perspective. And so, yeah, letting people into that creative process early on, getting um, exposed to as many ideas as possible, and then going through the next couple of steps that we'll lay out for you to niche down is really going to help you really unlock the potential uh, for your business. Yeah, to me, that was one of the coolest things, you know, through that, that process that we went through with the gentleman is, seeing the sharing of ideas again from different industries and, and and cats that are doing different things in our different spaces, but how we were all able to come together. But that's typically the fun part, right? With, with entrepreneurs, visionaries, like we can come up with ideas for days. Um, the next step in, in this wheel of creation, maybe sometimes doesn't seem like fun, but it really should be, you know, Devon and I, uh, we talk about the golden nuggets, right? Within our episodes and, and mining for those golden nuggets as you're listening. So when you think about the next step in this, this wheel of creation, right? And we're talking about, again, what is a winning idea, but how do you really go about fleshing out these winning ideas is putting in the research and, and thinking about it more like you're mining for gold. You're mining for those golden nuggets. The main goal of research, especially for a new business idea, is to learn what are other people in the industry doing? You know, what what's working, what's not working. Um, and don't, I think sometimes we fail to see that, you know, creativity really does come from learning and, and studying other people's success. The industry that I'm looking to get into or that I'm in right now, who are the most successful people? What can I glean from them? What can I learn from them? Uh, and if, you know, if anything, right, how can I add some of those things that they're doing and put my flavor to it, make it my own and add that into my business? Um, always important. So we're not going to get into detail, but I'm going to give you the different steps for research. The first thing is to discern, determine your research questions. Um, 
I'll give you some quick examples. Like what are similar business offerings? Uh, what are price points that are out there for the product or services that you have? What company model do you want um, to, or what company do you really want to model possibly your business after, right? Uh, even if it's not the business model itself, but maybe their branding. We talked about Henry, how he started doing his research uh, and said, you know, I, I like Nike. I like this other company, how they brand and market. Like I want to, I want to be at that level. I want to get to, to, to that type of, of brand recognition. The second step after you determine your research questions, it starts to organize and prepare. So make sure that you're organized as an individual. I know the questions I have. I know the places that I want to go to actually research and find the answers for these questions. And maybe actually starting to organize your filing system on your computer as you start to gather all of this information. Um, develop those search terms that you have, right? So um, as you continue to move forward, I'll give you an example. If, I don't know, if we're talking about um, you know, you're a barber or an acupuncturist, right? You're putting that, you're Googling those terms and acupuncture in your city and seeing what is out there and developing these search terms that you'll continue to put into Google or to Bing or whatever search engine you're using to be able to really get the information that you're looking for. Um, and then the, the fourth step is to exhaust all of your resources, you know, continue to go back, not just on page one of Google, but maybe page two, page three, even if you're searching on social media platforms like Facebook, like Instagram, and you're searching for businesses very similar to yours, again, be exhaustive in your research because this, again, is really the foundation that is going to help you not just start it and get it, but to keep your business going long term and finding success. Uh, and then lastly, it may sound a little... Um, simple or like duh but like save your work all this information that you're gathering you know maybe you you're looking at other websites uh again of same businesses uh services that you offer and you may want to model your website or take some ideas from their website uh and, and start to create your own make sure that you're bookmarking things that you're saving whether you're using something like evernote um, or you just have again a bookmarking system with on your browser Whatever that system is for you, make sure that you're going through those steps and that you're saving your work so that you're making the most out of these efforts to put in the research and put in the work, um, which hopefully, again, you, you really find that fun because you're learning, you're hopefully following success, and you're really putting in that effort to learn more. Not just about what other people are doing, but how you're really going to formulate your business model, your website, your services, your price points, all of those things that you really need to have in place, again, to put yourself on uh, a solid footing and, and move forward with confidence. Yeah, that and research component, man, is just so, so critically important and one that um, I would say that a lot of our Purpose of Profits participants um, really didn't understand the value of until we went through the exercise and really tried to force them down that rabbit hole and challenge them to think outside of the box of mm -hmm. what this research consists of. Like you touched on some really good things. Like if I'm specializing in this industry, well, how was that? In how was that industry presented in the market that I'm currently in? Right. Um, if I'm going to be, um, competing for lack of a better term, but competing in this space with other individuals that are offering the same type of service. Well, what is available right now to the consumer? And 
what is working, what is not mm -hmm. working, how can I differentiate myself? But then uh, let's take it a step further. As I have an idea of what my my niche is, my tribe is, and how I want my brand to be received, are there other examples across various industries that align with that? And again, the example with Henry is just spot on because he knew, all right, for bladed luxury, I want to be perceived as this. I want to be um, a grooming professional. I want to be considered a, a, a reputable brand, a brand that's synonymous with a certain quality experience that you're going to receive, similar to the same type of branding or brand impression that somebody like a Nike has or like an Apple has in terms of what you associate mm -hmm. that name with in, from a quality perspective. So how are they marketing? No, I'm not selling shoes. No, I'm not selling devices. But the methodology of articulating my brand and what my brand represents can be applicable to what I'm doing from a grooming professional perspective. And how do I glean from that and take from that? Um, and so, yeah, that, that, like, don't sleep on that research component. I can tell you as, you know, as Jimmy and I have been building out things or as we prepare for coaching sessions with folks or, um, you know, just continue to improve on our craft. The bulk of our time is really spent researching first and the creating second, like doing the doing the steps and creating and executing next, because we want to make sure that we've considered every avenue, every perspective, learned as much as possible as we can about the specific t topic or subject that we're going to be touching on before we go and act, especially in this space where expertise, subject matter, expertise, mastery of your subject and mastery of the information that, that's out there is critically important to the value that you offer, um, you know, um, in the coaching space and your potential clients. And so, uh, again, I just can't stress it enough. Do not sleep on that research component. Get really, really if you get really good at it and you fall in love with it, you can do some really dangerous things as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur when it comes to innovating in your respective space. Yeah, you just mentioned the the word act. So that really is the next step. So again, we're talking about how to generate winning ideas, um, making sure that you're you're adding innovation into that process and really going through again what we call the wheel of creation, right? So you have the idea, you start to brainstorm. Once you go through that brainstorming activity, you then start to put in the work to research uh, and gather as much information as possible. And like Devon said, once you've done the research and you feel very confident, now it's time to act, meaning it's time to move forward. But when we get to that portion, this is where we start to talk about goal setting and not going heavy, heavy into it, because that's really a separate part of the From Purpose to Profits program. Uh, and we even have our own uh, 90 day goal setting coaching program as well, um, all by itself, because that's how important goal setting and mastering that portion is. But it's making sure that you're not just taking action and doing stuff, but that you have goals in mind. Now that I have the idea, the brainstorming, the research, what are the goals that I need to set for myself? What steps do I need to achieve those goals? Um, what are the resources that I'm going to need to ensure that I'm able to, uh, to complete these steps, to complete these actions and ensure that I'm hitting these goals over the next few weeks, the next couple of months, whatever that time frame is for you. So it's taking action. 
Uh, we definitely have a bias for action. We want to take action. We want to put in work, uh, but making sure that you have a plan. And a large part of that plan is making sure that you're setting solid goals for yourself and that you have a strategy to make sure that you are in a game plan to hit those goals, uh, again, in whatever that time frame is for you. Um, so that's really it when it comes to our wheel of, of, of idea creation. Again, it's idea, making sure you have that idea, brainstorm it out, research, and then fourth step is putting that into action, uh, but making sure that you're going through that systematically and having a game plan for goal setting. The one thing that we also want to mention as as you go through that, because you may have listened to that, I'm like, man, that's, that's a lot. Uh, and it is, but it's, it is fruitful work. It is doing your due diligence as a, an entrepreneur, as a business owner. And again, the reason that we're so passionate about those steps is because we're not just trying to help you start a business. Literally, without going into to the details, like starting the business is really kind of the easy part, right? But making sure that you have these ideas in place to start getting clientele, to start getting paid for your products or services, to have repeat customers, to really build something that if that's what you're looking for, like this is what you do, right? It's no longer a side hustle. This is your your business. This is your idea that is now a reality and you're able to provide and take care of your family and do whatever it is that you're looking to do for yourself. Uh, and you've gotten past that nine to five grind. You've kind of unlocked yourself out of that prison that you may have been in and you're doing this full time. As you're working through that process, our word of caution is just don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. What I mean by that is like it's important, right, to, to keep in mind that we're trying to come up with innovative ideas. We're trying to be creative in what we do, um, but don't put so much pressure on yourself. One, that you kill the creativity. You put so much pressure on yourself that you skip some of these very crucial and vital steps that are helping you to build that solid foundation that you put so much pressure on yourself that you don't maybe ask as many questions. You don't bring in the right people to help you do the brainstorming. But again, you, you basically start to, to cut corners or you miss steps because you're putting pressure on yourself to maybe get to a, a particular point faster uh, than maybe what you need to be um, and what you, you know, you really deserve at that particular point. Um, and we've seen that happen so many times with folks. And that, again, it really limits the amount of success that you may have at the beginning of this journey. That's not what we want for you. Like it's going to be work, but we want you to have fun in that process and see those small wins that add up to yeah, much, much so bigger wins for you. you have heard us talk quite a bit about um, our prior sports experience, um, and you know we talk you know quite a bit about football and track and stuff like that. But unbeknownst to some of you, you mm. may not know, but I, I tried my hand for a brief stint at basketball. Um, at basketball, um, one because you know I like I, I like the game. I love watching the game. Then um, obviously, you know, I'm not the most um, statuesque person, so I wasn't going to play anything other than point guard. Uh, but I remember you know, going through camp and um, kind of learning the the importance of the point guard role. <clears throat> and I got struck with a valuable lesson then that I've carried with me for the rest of my life. But um, if you know anything about basketball, you know the point guard is really the floor general, the leader. They're supposed to be facilitating and creating, creating the offense, creating the movement, right? Creating being the operative word when you think about what we've been touching on and talking about creating. 
Um, and so um, normal part of, of camp, obviously, is, you know, you have kind of full court scrimmages. And that's where you take a lot of the things that you've been practicing on and skills you've been honing throughout the day. And you put it in a game situation and you play it out, right, so that you can get some, quote, unquote, live reps. Uh, and I remember we were down maybe about by about five or so. It was probably about a minute left in the game. So ample time if you make smart use of the possessions to be able to close the gap and, and ultimately win. And as a point guard, I'm coming down with the ball. It's my responsibility to create the offense. Uh, and I remember the first time down, um, right, um, you know, they're, tr- they're trying to trap. We wanted to run a pick and roll. Um, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at, at the defense. I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the defense and just not experienced enough or savvy enough to understand the best way to create in the situation or what to do in the situation. So I tried to force, tried to split the double team, right? I gave them a little AI, tried to split, boom turn the ball over, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we were able, fortunately enough, to get back. They didn't score. <clears throat> they didn't score. We got the ball back. All right, coming down again, there's still ample time. Same situation. This time they press me high, right? They're running uh, double team pressing me high. Their thought process is he's inexperienced at running point. He's ex- inexperienced at creating. We're going to force him to try and make some difficult decisions late in the game by giving him pressure as soon as he crosses half court. Same thing, double team. Oh, man, all right, what am I supposed to do? I got to create. I got to create. I got to, right? Again, another turnover. Fortunately, we ran back, you know, got the ball. Still a little bit of time left. Coach immediately calls timeout, right? Pulls me off to the side. Man, watch. Let me highlight you, bro. Let me highlight you. Like, bro, I know that your job is to create as a point guard, right? But you're out there pressing right now. The situation is already pressure packed because of the time, mm. but now you're pressing. You're adding pressure to the situation. So, coach, I just we we got the you know only a couple of possessions. I'm trying to I'm trying to make something happen. They're they're you know they're pressing me. He said, I know, but that's the problem. Is when you add more pressure to the situation, it's impossible to create. Right? You need to stop pressing and just go with the flow. Trust your instinct, and that's where create that's where creation is optimal. Right? When you're when you're reading, when you're reacting, when you're responding, not when you're forcing. When you try to force it, what's happened twice? You've turned the ball over two damn times, right? Now, I know this is the point in the story where I tell you I go back out, I apply exactly what the coach says. We end up winning the game. That didn't happen. Uh, I went out, I applied. We ended up uh, closing uh, closing the gap, but we still ended up losing by about four. <clears throat> we ended up having to foul late. They ended up getting free throws. It was it was what it was. But that lesson, even though I didn't go off to continue to play basketball for the remainder of my high school career, um, that lesson stayed with me ever since because as a creative, in every endeavor that I, I go into, and even now when I talk or I coach people, I talk to them about the importance of not pressing. Like when you add more pressure to the situation when the stakes are already high, what you do is you stymie creativity. You stop thinking, you stop reacting and you start trying to force an issue or force creativity where the opportunity doesn't exist. Right. I'm over here trying to split the the double team when really what I should be doing is I should be relinquishing the ball and, and swinging it, right. Swinging it to the, to the right, swinging it to the left, swinging it to the guy who's cutting. But I'm so focused on trying to press the issue that I try to do something stupid like split the double team, right? Uh, split the double team when I'm getting pressed um, at man uh, coming right off the of half court. It's just not smart. 
It's just not smart. And so a lot of times you find entrepreneurs that do that. You're trying to press and, you, and that limits you from having full perspective of what's happening on the court and the best way to facilitate creativity. So um, I, I think it's important, man, um, the point you talked about, about not adding unnecessary additional pressure to the situation when it's already pressure packed. <laughs> Perfect story. Perfect story. Um, I think that might have been the first time I heard that one. Uh, this is good. I, I like hearing new stories. Um, but yeah, I, I just like how you summed that up, man. And just again, not putting pressure on yourself. Um, one thing that we, we teach within our program as well, we talk to the fellas about is when you're thinking about the brainstorming session, when you're thinking about going through this idea and again, not putting pressure on yourself is make sure that you're setting the mood for, for this winning idea and for this creation process. Um, so making sure that you're, you're creating this inspiring, uh, and yet low stress environment for yourself. Right? So a key, um, point of this, right. Is making sure that you keep a positive attitude about mindset, about the brainstorming, about researching, you know, it may not be the most fun aspect of it, especially brainstorming, right? Like we had fun, but maybe you don't really <laughs> want to hear everybody else's idea, but like you need to, it's good for you, right? It's good for your business and for the foundation. So you have to have a positive mindset. Yeah, it is a lot of work to come up with keywords, to, to figure out the questions that you need to ask, to research on Google, Bing, to look at other people's websites, uh, to, to search on, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and take a look at other companies and what they're doing to get ideas. But have an open mind, have a positive mindset about those things. And in doing so, that really allows that creativity to flow. Um, you know, we even suggested to the fellas before the brainstorming session, like, and we even do this before we start potting. Like we're trying to do a better job of it and get some for me as someone of the producer, finding different uh, tracks within our, our system here that I can play for Devon and myself. But like we, we start playing different songs because we're trying to get ourselves in the right state of mind and in the right mood so we can start potting so we can bring you the hotness, which is the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast. But we do all of those things again, to get ourselves in the right headspace to, to be creative and, and to bring uh, the level of excellence that we want to bring to our uncompromising family out there. But it's the same thing, making sure that you're creating a low stress, uh, very creative environment for yourself. And, and from a brainstorming perspective, maybe for the other people, it's like what's that song that gets you jacked up, right? What's that song that just makes you feel really, really positive And like, you're ready to go play those songs. Think about those things in your mind, get yourself in the right headspace, And then again, jump in, start innovating, start the idea creation, start sharing ideas. And all of those things are really going to help you create the sharing ideas. And all of those things are really going to help you create the month, not in 2022, but today, like get it today. Um, we've given you enough reasons why today is the best time to be an entrepreneur, to be a solopreneur. We've given you ideas on being a solopreneur, different side hustles and gigs that you can start to incrementally start taking those steps and get you closer. Um, Start, but take these steps. Make sure that you have good ideas, that you have solid ideas, and you're putting in some of that work as well. Uh, so hopefully that was that was fruitful for you as you continue to to digest this. Uh, again, um, 
Don't forget about the two gifts that we have for you. Go to uncompromisingcoaches.com. The links will also be in the show notes below. So please, yes, take a look at the show notes uh, for this particular episode. We have two gifts for you. The first is the quiz. Again, we're talking about these, you know, creating ideas, making sure that you have winning ideas and a solid foundation. You might not even be there yet. Like, do I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? The quiz is going to help you figure some things out, and we have more information that we'll provide to you once you're done taking the quiz. Uh, then the other gift that we have for you is the ebook that Devon and I have put together, which is going to help you get, um, really is our guide uh, for solopreneurs to getting more done. Two gifts for you. Uh, again, we'd like to, to provide that to you, so take advantage of that. Um, hey, we're going to ask you for your email. Right. So we're also doing that because we want to get you on our newsletter. Right. We have our uncompromising uh, newsletter that we want to be able to get you a part of as well. So you can get more content from us that way. And again, really start to get you that much more a part of our uncompromising family. Um, but more so than anything, sincerely, I'll say it again. It is really a thank you. Over 12,000. We're almost at 13,000 downloads now. Um, about 750 followers. Uh, so keep sharing. Keep sharing with folks that you know are going to get. Uh, a lot out of this this episode in particular and the whole series and what is known as the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast uh reach out reach out to us on uh, uncompromisingcoaches.com you can always do that um Check us out again on social media. You can go to uh, Facebook. We have our group, which is the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group. That is plural. Uh, you can follow us. I mentioned the YouTube channel, Facebook, LinkedIn, the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. We also have the pages there as well. Um, but yeah, check out the website. Again, if you are wanting to ask some more questions and really go through, you know, helping to put a game plan together for you and, and, you know, help you work through some of those initial steps, set that up for us. You can go ahead and set up an appointment to talk with Devon and myself. We'd love to walk you through that process. Uh, if you're at that point where maybe you have these things in place, but you, you really need to, to get a solid game plan together for goal setting in itself. Again, let us know. We'd like to set up an opportunity to walk you through some steps and create that game plan for you. Um, and I'd love to coach you through that process as well and, and really help you uh, achieve success in your goal setting process uh, as we look to close out 2021 and bring in the new year and 2022. Um, be on the lookout. November is going to be a good month. It's going to be a big month. Uh, we, we, we are really excited about what we're cooking up for our uncompromising family out there. Um, the app is, it's available, uh, but it's not completely ready just yet. So we'll let you know when that is, uh, truly ready to go. So you can uh, take a look at all of the benefits that are going to be there for you and just really help you to, to continue to learn, um, give you actionable steps, just really help you through this transformation of going from that nine to five, breaking free from that corporate environment. Nothing wrong with that. That's where you're at. That's where you want to be. But if you feel like a caged animal and you're ready to bust out of that, we're going to help you through that transformation because uh, we know we know that feeling. We know how it is. And we want to be able to help you uh, and release you uh, from that world and, and make sure you have solid ideas. You're taking actions in the right way. You have the right strategies in place. You're building a solid foundation. And again, you have success as you go um, and pursuing your purpose, legacy. creating profits and building legacy. Yes, that is what we're here to do. Uh, so thank you again for rocking with us. We appreciate you, Uncompromising Family. As always, God bless y'all.
You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.